Welcome back. This is the Master on Hokanui. I'm Andy Muir. We're here until 2 o'clock this afternoon, heading to South Otago between Milton and Balcluth. And now we catch up with Nigel Woodhead, a sheep beef farmer that way. Nigel, how's things? Yeah, afternoon, Andy. Things took along, not too bad. Sun's out, happy days. Yeah, good to see a bit of weather finally settling down. That's good, eh? Yep, and great. I mean, it always comes right in August at some stage, and you know, you kick the gumboots off and put the wet weather gear away and think, here we go, warm weather's here and then next week it'll it'll shit the bed again. But it's um yeah, no, we'll take it while it's while it's here. You know, grass is growing and um most of the ewes are off their crop now, so everything's out on grass. So it's yeah, it's a good time of year. I enjoy there's always a nice period in August and I enjoy this nice period in August. It's good. Wet weather gear is one of the most essential things on farm, but probably one of the most hated at the same time. Oh yeah, no, it is. It's one of those, one of those, um, what's the word for it? Yeah, you know, essential things that you necessary you know, evil. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, you know, like at the same time, is there any better feeling than putting on like a brand new set of wet weather gear the first time, and it's like pissing down, and you know that you're going to be nice and warm and dry because it's brand new with no holes in it. And what's a lot to put on the second time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the by the <laughs> end of the second week, you you're just cursing yeah. it. But, I, I run a two two set of wet weather gear policy, so there's always a pair hanging up in the shed, drying out a bit. Do you think it's a case of you pay for what you get? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah. And it depends depends sort of what you're looking for. And, you know, like the old Techniflex or the dairy, you know, more, you know the, that PVC stuff's good. Like if all you want to do is stay dry, then, you know, it's good for that. But, you know, I, I run um, Kaiwaka leggings and Stony Creek jackets and, yeah, it's sort of a combination of stay dry and stay warm. and um, Yeah, they seem to work all right. I'll get a couple of years. Like, if I can get two years out of a set of leggings before they're completely shot, I reckon I've done all right because, yeah, I'm pretty hard on them. Saving tips on farm. This is something we can't talk about enough at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's something I think anyone, well, anyone in the rural sector is thinking about it at the minute because, yeah, obviously the dairy boys, it's, you know, it's well documented the the... Um, the payout's going to be down a bit and costs are up, so it's tough for them. And, and sheep and beef, you know, we're, we're finding it pretty tough too. So something I've been I've been thinking about. And, you know, um, yeah, and, you know, you were talking to Clarkie about it yesterday from Advance, and, you know, he's, he's sort of preempting the discussion as well. So, um, yeah, something that everybody's thinking about, and it's a tough one, actually, like trying to, trying to work out where you can scrimp and save without costing you money in the long term. What, what are you thinking you need to look at first? I mean, you can talk about capital fruit and the likes and just doing what you need to there, but I think it just goes all over the range, doesn't it? Yeah, pruning a bit off everything. Eh? Like we didn't put any fertiliser on last year or this year, this previous financial year, because of t- times were tight. Um, and, yeah, look, our, all our saw tests are pretty good, actually. Most most of our Olsen peas are in the 20s and most of our pHs are sort of 5, 9, 6 or 6, 1. So, yeah, we've got a year or two in front of us before we before we see any um, effect of not putting it on. But, yeah, we'll have to get back into it at some stage. Uh, so there's that. And I'm actually thinking about sort of breaking my own golden rule about not double-cropping paddocks. But, you know, Clarkie talked about it yesterday, which is what made me think about it. Um, yeah, thinking about double-cropping some crop paddocks just to um, reduce our um, young grass bill, basically. 
um, you know, instead of paying those crop paddocks back out in young grass and then finding some, you know, finding somewhere else for for crop, I might, yeah, thinking about, I might put a wee bit of second year crop in and, um, yeah, trying to trying to be a bit smart with our crops, reduce our chemical inputs, and um, there's a couple of red clover paddocks that are that are getting about shot, so we might put a wee bit of crop in there so we can reduce our fertilizer on them. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of. It's all things that you probably should be thinking about anyway, but you know when the when the squeeze really comes on, you you, you, know, you start having to pull levers that you didn't think you'd have to. That's just what you have to do at the moment, isn't it? People just think ahead. Is like right, what do I need to do? Where can I save this? Where can I save that? A lot of people talking about getting the tailing tailing pen back together themselves and just plugging away, getting back on their handpiece and the likes. But you're just doing what you need to do to get through. That's just the basically what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Actually, there are two things that we, Dad and I have mentioned, um, and they're probably two things that I vowed I'd never, ever give up, was the tailing gang and the shearing gang. But, yeah, it's it's crossing my mind whether we, yeah, whether we sort of try and link up some neighbours or something and, and do it, do our own tailing, because there'll be, you know, three or four grand there, and then um, I'm contemplating shearing my own hoggets, dare I say it, which isn't something I thought I'd ever do, but... How many um, hoggets you got? Oh, 650. So yeah, it's I don't know. Like part of me, part of me, you know, wants to do it because it's something I reckon it'd be a good thing to say. Yeah, nah, sure, I'm own hoggets, yeah, you know, one year. But the other part of me is like, oh, it's a lot of time and a lot of sweat, and uh, it's it's quite a big check, right? And yeah, you know, when when the when the income we're going to, you know, hoggets wool's usually is some of our better wool that we produce. Yeah, you know, it's it's not even probably going to come. Well, definitely not going to cover the bill. I don't know if it covers half the bill, the shearing bill. We might be doing all right, but yeah. You know, again, it's desperate times. You just got to do what you got to do. So, um, like I say, we're thinking about thinking about doing things that I vowed I'd never do, and um, it's just the sign of the times, isn't it? Change of tact here. Online scams. Um, apparently, there's a Nigerian Nigerian relative who's passed away, and unfortunately, nobody wanted to help him with a six billion dollar fortune. <laughs> Um, yeah, you had a bit of experience of this the other day. Well, yeah, I wasn't the Nigerian uncle, but I just had a couple of weeks ago, I had a guy I sort of know around here popped up as a friend request on my Facebook. I thought, oh, yeah, right, so I accepted that. And then a couple of days later, there was another one of like the same guy, but a different profile. Yeah. Like, That's a bit weird. And I must have clicked accept for some reason. Like, I would have thought that would be a that would be a red flag. But anyway, and then yesterday, just at lunchtime, there was a messenger popped up, you know, hey mate, how are you? I'm like, oh yeah, good, yeah, no, alright, how are you? Enjoying the sunshine type stuff, just a small talk. And it, the real, like, strange reply was like, um, I'm good, thanks for asking um, something about, have you seen an email on your emails about FGHS? I'm like, what? Random. I was like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, oh, check your emails, it's a help something or other, they gave me 50 grand, you should check it out. And I was like, that sounds really strange. So I googled FGHS. There's family grant and home support or something, and there's Facebook pages about it and this and that. But definite scam. Like there's just there's no way in hell that that is legit. And you know, like it actually made me. I mean, once I saw that, you know, once I actually googled it and did a bit of digging, I worked out it was a scam pretty quickly. But it sort of made me really think about how like people who weren't um, as aware. Yeah, would probably fall for that pretty quickly, pretty easily. It was a bit scary, eh? So, yeah, there's there's all sorts of dirty buggers out there trying to 
trying to get one over you. So just, yeah, encourage everyone to keep your eyes peeled and be suspicious. One word of advice there is look out for your parents as well and just the elderly generation as they use smartphones and the likes and they do need a helping hand to negate them because it is a minefield. They go and say, oh, I don't want to miss what they say, what, what they say, without realising that you can put it all into context on social media and all of a sudden they just get spammed out of oblivion. It's um, something you can do. So just a friendly tip for the day. Better living, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank me later. <laughs> um, the, it, it, yeah, it was interesting. Like my um, my mum's in the process of selling a lot of her horse gear on Facebook because she, um, you know, she hasn't got any horses yet. Also selling all of her um, fancy equestrian gear. And, you yeah. Know, even even you know, and she's just putting you know one piece on at a time so she can keep track of it all and um, yada yada yada. But even you know some of the messages she's getting about that, you're just like that seems a bit strange. Yeah, and I've 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 had you know more than one phone call from her being like, oh, what is what do you think about this? Like, you know, someone messaged her about buying something or other, and they're like, oh, yeah, what? Someone the other day said, oh yeah, I um yeah I really want to buy it, and yeah, happy with the price, but can I pay you via PayPal because I can't get into my bank account? And then oh, someone or other's going to come and pick it up, and they they can't bring cash because they haven't got any cash, but you know, can we do it via PayPal? And I'm like. That sounds really strange. So I was like, yeah, you, you, know, you don't need that hundred and whatever dollars it was bad enough to be putting yourself at that sort of risk. So yeah, there's all sorts, eh? Like so many, like I say, dirty buggers out there trying to screw you out of your money. That might have been legit, I don't know. But we yeah, just deleted the message and carried on with life. But um, yeah, you've got to be got to be careful, eh? Absolutely, you do. No, I shall leave it there. Great words today as well. As always, appreciate your time. No worries. Cheers, Andy. Nigel Woodhead, farming in South Otago. Up next, we'll take a trip out to McNabb. We'll catch up with Don Moore. And it burns, burns.